Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American woman. My name is Helen. I'm Janet. I'm Mel. And I'm engaged. (laughs) Here's the episode everyone's been waiting for. Two weeks ago, our ABG Helen got engaged. We are here today with Helen, obviously, and a very special guest, her fiancé, You first heard his voice on our podcast when we recorded the Yappy episode, episode 30. If you've been following our social media, you already know who he is, Mr. Philip Wang. So we were all just there in Boston to witness Phil propose to Helen, but a lot of listeners don't know how it happened. So Phil, why don't you walk us through the process? Oh man, Um, where do do you want me to start, I guess? Why don't we start with when you first... When I first knew. (laughs) Less about the like personal when you knew part and more about when you started actively planning. Got it. People want to know about the logistics. I get it. Well, first of all, I just had to decide that it needed to happen. (laughs) Yes. Like, okay, it's time to get engaged. But I I definitely did know, even at the top of this year, Helen and I kind of talked about, oh yeah, like... It should happen this year, just because of this timing of other things, no? Not it should, we want to. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> should, don't shit on yourself. <laughs> and I just remember around September realizing, oh my god, there's only three <laughs> months of the year left. Everything went by so fast because of Popomofo opening, ton of Wang Fu stuff going on, that the year was just like already over, and I was like, oh my god. If I'm going to make this happen, like, I just have to force it into, like, my schedule somehow. I know this doesn't sound romantic at all. So logistical (laughs) and not romantic right now. But when there's just, when there's so much going on, you you, you literally have to just, like, you you have to schedule it in. So it was September, and I think the first thing that made me kind of, like, put a flag up was, like, hey, there's this big event coming up, and it was the ISA charity basketball game so every year for like the last seven years we do this charity game through isa tv and we get a bunch of like asian american influencers to play uh, basketball for charity and i thought wait a sec helen likes 
public displays of affection. Wow, that is not my love language. <laughs> you, I mean, you like it though. You like it when I, you like when I'm public that about you. Sure, slight, right? Slight validation. The complete opposite end of wanting to like hide her is to like propose to her. <laughs> yeah, in front of like 500 people, right? And so I was like, okay, there's gonna be a ton of our friends there for the basketball game, and you we had this audience. So my first thought actually was. Should I do this at the basketball game? Phil actually called Mel and myself. Right. Were we the first people you consulted with about this idea? Yeah. So oh, you guys were. So here's the thing: because I had this other idea、uh-huh. of I also knew that you guys were planning to go to Boston、mm-hmm. to speak at Boston College for ABG, and I was like, hey, there's another strategy, which is it could be very private, and I could propose to her at her childhood home. Like, so I had that、mm-hmm. idea also, right? And they're just completely opposite ends of the spectrum. I called Mel and Jan. I called you two first. You guys are the first people to know about this. And I, I remember texting you guys. And I think when you saw that it was a group text of just you two and me,、uh-huh. I think you, got, you already you said you already knew. I、huh? knew, but it's funny because like so Jan and I were both at work. We got the text message, and I think sometimes like there's two thoughts that went through my mind. One, oh crap! I think Phil wants to talk about something like maybe about ABG. That's one thought. And the second thought is like. I think I messaged Janet privately. I was like, "Oh my god! I think Phil texted us. I think this is、yeah. this is it." I had an inkling,、um, and then Phil, the way you started out the phone call was, "I think you guys know what this is about." <gasps> oh, did I, did I, I forget what I said. I thought I just said like, "Hey, are you guys free?" <laughs> oh wow! I'm, I, I'm just hearing about this now. Oh, you know? Yeah. I was actually here at the One for Us. We're recording at the One for Us today,、um, but I went out to the parking lot, so no one here knew.、Mm. And this here's a here's a crazy thing. This was only. One week before the game. Yes, yeah. I remember that. And you had not bought a ring or anything. So、yet. that was <laughs> my red flag. I was like, "Do you have a ring?" And he's like, "Oh, oh you know, my god, jeweler this week." And I was like, "Phil, that's not how it works. That's not how it works." Well, <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Okay, well, hold on. I will. I will. I I asked you guys. Okay, I presented the cases for both. Right,、mm-hmm. one is very like grand and spectacular, and the other is like p- private and personal and、yeah. meaningful. But then, yes, if it was going to be the basketball game, I only had one week. And I was thinking, you know what? Nothing is impossible, right? Like if,、oh、like, <laughs> like if I really wanted to, I could just buy the most expensive plane tickets, get her family out here. I could just, you know, you can get a ring. You can, you know,、mm-hmm. you can find a great ring, whatever, and just figure it out or something. I don't know. I, I didn't hadn't really worked it out. But that I just, is such like a man thought. <laughs> We did take the time to walk through the pros and cons of both ideas. Yeah, there was something about like the spontaneity and the fact that you guys would be around all of your friends from that community that we knew would be something pretty special that you would like. But then on the other hand, it was like, okay, let's think long term. You know, when you guys are married and you have children, and you tell them about the story of how you got engaged,、mm. which would be more、yeah. meaningful. And I also thought, like, you know, as a social media person, like, oh, the photos, like, both of you sweaty in their jerseys, and then I don't think Helen's like, yes, I do, and like all this sweat, you know, and then the ring like slips off my finger because、yeah, exactly. I'm so sweaty. <laughs> Versus like Boston, I feel like you'd be, I know you will be put together and like, be, you know, be nice. It was, it was a very, very good choice. Right. So I didn't even, I think even after that call, I was still. Considering, so I think it was just like maybe a couple days later. So I had lost another two days, and I was like, <laughs> like you know, this is this is not going to happen, or this is not the best way、uh, to go about it. So I texted you guys and I said, okay, it's going to be the Boston one. So that was the date. Now, in retrospect, so glad,、um, just because even at the game, yeah, like we were super tired and sweaty. I had the game-winning shot, you know. Like it was good. It was about me that that game. No, I'm just kidding.、Um, but can you can you imagine like at the end, like everyone's all all hyped up, and I was like,、oh, guys, stop, stop, stop,、yeah. and then bring it to the middle. Like, let me make it more about me、right. after the game-winning shot. But but wouldn't that have been amazing to just 
everyone's like would be cheering they would know i have other opinions on that right yeah you don't think so no because when he was presenting the idea to us i could tell jan and i were like "Mm," like because for me like i think it's great to have a public display of a like you know Mm. of a proposal but i'm like just Boston means so much to you i'm like i know like that is a story to keep and tell and like i don't know i feel like it's a little bit more intimate and like i think for for me when i thought of the proposing in the basketball game i was like it felt it feels very like kind of more college Mm. Uh, oh, like a proposal kind, kind of like thing, a prom yeah. thing yeah. versus like an I'm gonna I want to marry. But you. but at the same yeah. time, there's tons of people that propose at like sporting events and that's stuff, true, like that's on the true. jumbotron and stuff. I also started feeling like it felt a little bit like self-serving. Like I was yeah. like, oh, I want to make it like I want everyone to see this, yeah. you know. Like so, I'm glad we didn't do it. But now we had November. Their event was on November 14th, so I was like, okay. I now have a month and a half. You know, the Boston event was later in the year. So as we got closer and closer to the end of the year, she might have more Right. Suspicion. So I thought she would be getting angrier yeah. and angrier. Well, no, <laughs> or like so antsy, right? Yeah. The thing is that, like, I, I never pushed you on an engagement, oh, even though course. I... No, what are you talking about? Okay, no, I didn't. Because yeah, yeah. I knew you had Bofomofo. You opened it up a cafe this year. And then you had, like, Wang Fu stuff. You had so much going on. In my mind, I was like, okay, I'm not going to pressure him mm. when he's ready. That's fine. Whenever he's ready, but it better be within this year. <laughs> so that was the other thing we were saying is that if we did Boston it'd be closer to the end of the year which is actually closer to the deadline but I know myself I knew that if I started thinking about it I would start looking for like okay so when's it gonna be and I'd start like analyzing every move and like oh I think he's like leaving like the house today not going to work he's probably gonna go by the ring or like start creating like stories in my mind and trying to figure out when it would be so I I just try to like clear it all for my my headspace to be like when he's ready he's gonna do it I don't know where I don't know when I'm not gonna anticipate yeah Cool. Well, I'm glad you trusted the process. Yeah, yeah I did. Because I was really stressed out the whole time. <laughs> and if I knew that you were like breathing down my neck, like that wouldn't help have helped. But like I knew that I had, yeah, a month and a half now. And so it's kind of funny. Like with that, I still procrastinated. I was like, oh, I got a month and a half. And then like another two weeks passed without me doing anything. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, um, so I think like the first thing that I did was actually after I decided, okay, it's going to be this time. I got some of the guys together, like my close guy friends. That was the night that I sat them down. So it was like a lot of guys from like Wang Fu, all the Wang Fu guys. Eric, Dan was there. I was wondering why you guys were getting dinner. Me too. So I wanted to let them know, like, I wanted them to be the first to know. Cute. Um, And then also because they're the most intertwined in my life, I wanted them to be like in on it so that they can also help me if I needed the help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Especially like the Wang Fu team, like... If I wasn't going to be at the office, I wanted them to know it's not because I'm slacking. I'm I'm doing things right, yeah. like ring shopping, for example. So r- around like mid October, so only a month away, is when I was like, oh shoot, the ring process needs to start. Yeah. So I, only, <laughs> I I talked to like some other friends, and they're like, oh yeah, it took me like three months. One, my cousin Henry, he's like, yeah, it took me like six months. I'm like, what the? <laughs> f-? I was like, I was freaking out, but I really thought like, ultimately, you just you have to find it, and then. And then you just buy it, like, right? It's like, it's not like... Well, there are multiple things that go into it, right? So when we had that call with Mel, me, and Phil, we agreed that Mel and I would be in charge of kind of figuring out her style preference. Exactly. And that Phil would be right. in charge of more of the logistics of how to get the ring. And so you guys were actually critical in that because we started planning out when you guys could get her to like a ring shop or ring store or whatever, jewelry store, and just at least get her taste of things, right? Yeah. And I do remember you also always saying that you loved your sister's ring. Mm-hmm. I actually picked out her ring. We right. have, like, very similar right. tastes, so I picked out the ring I so wanted. So when you guys went on your ABG retreat, you guys planned out 
this like hey let's go well how did how did it Mel go and i yeah. were like texting on the side and we were like well how do we not make this obvious like let's just all go ring shopping i mean it seemed it seemed a little obvious it seemed a little pushy because we were like oh we're gonna go on a retreat we're gonna be out um on the west side and there's a lot of cute stores we were on uh what's it called marina del rey marina del rey area mel you were kind of pushing the let's go let's go check out a ring shop and i was like okay well obviously it's probably because of of you know anticipating uh, an engagement so Wait, i think we you, went into you thought you so you didn't kind of know i mean a little bit a little bit because i knew like it was about time and like it, you were kind of pushing it i know you love like mm-hmm. wedding shopping and like thinking See, about dresses and all of that yeah. but it's it's part of the process so i was like okay i, I accept it but, but we, then i said so i was trying to avoid that because i was trying to say okay how can we make it like an abg thing like you guys are getting content for you know uh-huh. wedding things you guys have already talked about it yeah. before, right, right? Uh, this was definitely a choice also about not going ring shopping with you so i know like a lot of couples they're very open about you know the type the, of ring the, the, the proposal wants. they go wedding shopping together yeah. that's a very common but i really 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 wanted to surprise helen like out of nowhere and when i thought about having to take her to a ring shop to me like that just completely mm. took away the surprise aspect yeah. and then it just became a lot like oh i don't know when he's gonna do it but like, i really wanted to just like completely blindside which you did it was really helpful even if you had like an inkling of an idea very or small it, inkling. it wasn't as in your face of like, hey, Helen, let's go ring shopping. But how was it then? So when we went to Tiffany's, like I tried on the ring that I thought I, I wanted, which ended up being the ring that I do want. And I remember trying it on. And for some reason, the, the ones that Tiffany's had, they only had like one small glass case for it. So there weren't that many options. And when I put it on, I was like, oh I don't God. know if I want this round, you know, thin band. Okay, so I could walk solitaire. through that process. <laughs> I remember I was like, Janet, we have to make sure we give Phil what Helen wants in terms of what size, all these different things. And so we're like trying to gauge Helen. So we kind of had a certain idea. She talked about her sister, helping her sister out with the the cut, the clarity. So we're like, okay, we kind of have an idea what she wants there. But the style was difficult. So we're like, hey, let's go to Tiffany's. You're known for engagement rings, whatever, right? We walk in. And I thought this would be the moment we could find the ring for her. No. The selections they had there were just not like – they're just very different this time around. So when Helen was trying the ones she wanted on – she didn't like any of it. I'm like, oh. Well, it was kind of like, yeah, maybe this or maybe that. And fairly so, because I think, you know, we were all looking at the styles and kind of having a hard time deciding. But then we walked away and we were like, well, shit, then what is it? Yeah. Oh. So we walked away actually not really knowing oh. what she wanted or what looked Well, there wasn't like her. a strong, very specific style, but we knew that she wanted something more circular. We knew that the size um, or the carrot was more important over the clarity. And we did also get her ring size. I didn't even get my ring size. The lady just said like, oh, I think you're about A. And then she gave like a range. That was like one of the things that we knew we needed to get. So when she asked it, we were like, check. Okay, one of the five things off the list. (laughs) It's like this size like was like four to five. Like, oh, in between here, she's about. And that's what you took away. No, the text that you guys gave me afterwards, actually, I thought was pretty comprehensive. So I thought you guys did a great job. I was like, okay. I want to see that text. No, because there's essentially four, yeah, the four C's, right? And then the ring size. To me, that was like all like I really needed to get from you guys. Because at the end of the day, like you did choose a very simple style. Like if you wanted like the whole, like the halo or different like special Yeah, I knew I didn't. didn't, So like that was really nice. That, That actually kept it pretty simple for me so that when i went into the jeweler it really was just about deciding the stone mm-hmm. so you actually made it pretty easy for me oh you're welcome yeah thank you no thank, thank you're you. welcome girl oh my god <laughs> <laughs> police um, girl no so so yeah so to me it was just about finding the stone right so on my side i started doing research and i was like okay where do, where do you where do i even start YouTube. <laughs> so, you so, YouTubed my ring? No, I YouTubed like engagement <laughs> ring, like basics, what what you should look for, what you what you should be wary of, all these things. And they're like, think about it six months in advance. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so I, I I got a crash course in things, um, and then I called a good friend. I called Kihong actually, because oh, okay. I remember he was always telling me, "Hey, when you are ready, like let me know." I got mm. a really good uh, mm. good girl, and she was she was great. He gave me a contact. And she actually, I emailed her first and she didn't respond for like three days. And I was like really worried. I'm like, shoot, shoot I have no, now I have no leads. But she finally got back. I met up with her amazing woman. Um, her name's Michelle. She was super nice, very welcoming. And so made it very simple, actually. So I just went in, told her my budget. And then I gave her like the specs that you guys gave me. And so she brought out a couple things. To be honest, like before the, the diamond buying process, I was always kind of like roll my eyes. Like, oh, this, I have to go through this or whatever. Like this is this industry is so flawed and mm-hmm. everything. But like, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, me like you. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, I, I get it now. Like, I mean. I want one. <laughs> I, I, like, we, it's a hard feeling. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you want me to get you a diamond? No, no, I, I definitely <laughs> don't. We don't need that. But I mean, they're beautiful. They really are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Right. So grand total, I actually went to go see her only four times. Mm-hmm. So going back to what I was saying about getting it done in a week. Technically, it's possible. Like, I, I only went four times. But only four because times. I'm not very specific about what I want. So just sure. the stone, just, sure. you know, I'm so the glad four pronged. So glad you're basic, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, going to give that ring back right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, no but what's funny, but what's funny is that, like, it. after that first day, so the first day was just me getting my feet wet. And she still had other questions that I was like, oh, I don't have answers mm-hmm. to this, right? So, exact, for example, yeah, how many prongs, mm-hmm. how thick. I know you want a thin band, but I didn't know. They're still like thin and then they're super Very thin. Very thin, there, yeah, right? yeah. Second time I went was a week later and I kind of wanted to narrow down the ones that I, I wanted. So she just had like a, a bunch that she was just showing me, right? And the second time I kind of decided, okay, I think it's going to be within these like four or five. Third time I brought Janet and Mel because mm. I wanted them to see it and to give me their opinions because I started like second guessing myself because mm. there's so many variables mm you know, that affect the price. And, and I just wanted to make sure that I was making the best choice. So when they came, very, very helpful. I thought it was like a lot of fun to have you guys there. Oh, yeah. We- I mean, I think it worked out because like usually Jen and I work nine to five and we had to go during a weekday. And luckily, we're trying to schedule that out because usually we're at the office. Yeah. But for me, I happened to just be working from home that day. So it worked that I could go with Phil and Janet to look at the rings. I think, Jenny, you also had to move things around. You're on lunch break or something, right? Or- well, I have work from home one day a week. So we just synced our days. Yeah. Oh, wow. But that was actually the day that we had an ABG meeting. And we have an ABG Facebook messenger group, right? So we were also trying to figure out, like, so I was, like, messaging Mel on the side. And then we're like, we need to make sure that Helen doesn't, like, she's going to think it's strange if you were just, like, at my place. or yeah. like, So we had to coordinate a way to like make sure that it wasn't obvious that we were both meeting up earlier together and then meeting up with Phil to go to actually the whole communication aspect of it I was so worried because I think we've all been there where you accidentally text the wrong group yeah right and if we if you're overlapping talking to the same people and different threads like I was so nervous so once we got closer I told them hey we need like a code word that you just start with just to like let people know that proposal texts are coming. Yeah. So What's it, the code word? So the, the, so the code word I came up with, was it like yoga? With yoga. Yeah. Yoga. <laughs> well, just, just oh. with the text with the three of us. Yeah. yeah. So in case like you saw or in case like, I don't know, just it, it had oh, to be something yeah. that was neutral, yeah. right? So uh-huh. that it would like be... the title, the title yeah. of the text group. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah. The, no, no. Like if that. I saw yoga on your <laughs> group chat, I'd be like, huh? Yeah. Or maybe mm-hmm. like I was texting you like something that I found. Like it was, it was mm-hmm. like a, it was a word that could have a story behind sure, it, like an sure. alibi, right? Yeah. And like, yeah. 
people underestimate how many group chats we're actually in, and Helen's always in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, it gets, and it got really confusing towards the day of the engagement, like those moments leading up to it. Because we, because I started bringing in Taylor. There's so many. Yeah, and everyone else, yeah. But before we go there, let's finish up the ring process. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go with Phil to check out the rings, and I'm pretty sure you guys know this. Helen and Janet know this about me. I literally send them engagement rings all the time. So this <laughs> moment was kind of like, ooh, I get to look at this. I was like, let me try it. <laughs> <laughs> let me try this on. And it's really interesting because then, so we go to this ring shop. The lady was super nice, and she brings out these three diamonds. And honestly, you can't really tell the difference. Yeah. Uh, up close, like the, yeah. the clarity and all that stuff. But then there are different sizes, and we're like not trying to play around which setting would be the best for Helen. Like, so then we're trying on different prongs, different band sizes, which is having between two of them. And I think the one we chose, or we ended up going with with Phil, was because I was joking around. I was like, oh, Helen's such a size queen. We should get the biggest <laughs> size one. Size queen. <laughs> <laughs> we did end up yes. going with the bigger one for that. Yeah. I mean, it's so slight, right? And it's you can't so, really tell unless yeah. they're, like, next to each yeah. other. But we were, like, we went back and forth for maybe, like, 15, 20 minutes of, yeah. like, initially it was going to be the other one and then yeah but then we ended up going with a bigger one was it was it, was it um deciding between clarity and yeah. size yes i yeah. see but and you couldn't tell for the clarity yeah. or you could we, we felt like the trade-off was so slight yeah that mm-hmm. the size was like a more it was clarity value. and color mm-hmm. yeah. and color okay. and color yeah and color is one of those things where you can't really tell unless you see a diamond next to the yeah. other diamond uh-huh. yeah you know what surprised me during the process was that so we're, we're deciding two of the the different sizes the one we went with, which was the biggest one, is actually cheaper than the uh, the one that was smaller, right? Yes. I think clarity yeah. is usually more expensive than carrot. Yeah. Mm. Or no, or in terms of like going up um, the scale. Yeah, like in terms of how it affects the price. Yeah. Mm. I think yeah, clarity definitely make or clarity has a bigger effect than I think. Color. Actually, I'm not sure. Yeah, I already forgot. Yeah. <laughs> like there's so many. But yeah. I, even with the setting of the four prongs, there's like a halo part of it. But we all decided not to give her that little halo yeah. underneath the ring because we knew Helen was very simple. Yeah. And wanted to like have the showcase. It's Beyond more classic. The, on the rock, yeah. I do really like the minimal appearance of it because it is just the four prongs holding up the stone. Yeah. The big stone, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So after we decided, that was actually a big day. We decided there and I negotiated like the payment with her and everything. And so she had to set the stone. So that was like, I had to wait for that. So she's like, all right, it'll take like, you know, a few days. Five months. <laughs> no, yeah. so I was like, so fast. She's like, yeah, I can, I, like, I can get this done, you know, like in a few days. I was yeah. like, great, yeah. Asians, um, man, they know how yeah. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Two other times I went in to drop off the payments. And once I had the ring, like that was like the biggest relief. Because I feel yeah. like you, the, none of this happens without the ring. Yep, right? right. And it's crazy because like the proposal happened on Friday. I was flying out on Thursday and I got the ring on Tuesday. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. So you had no time to like feel like you had to hide it from me. I had That's a day and a half. better. I had Otherwise, a day and a half. Yeah. To, but even that yeah. day and a half, I felt like like when people say, oh, it's burning a hole in my pocket, I yeah. really felt that. Mm. Luckily, it was only like a day and a half, but like I just kept it in my back. But I didn't leave it anywhere. Like I didn't even want to leave it at home. I just always had my backpack mm. on me. Did you ever leave there. your backpack anywhere? Never, no. I, I literally lived with that backpack. Like when you went to the cafe, for example, to work at the cafe, yeah. did you put your backpack just in the back somewhere? Because you couldn't hold it with you, carry it with you as you're right, no, serving people. No, but I put people. it like in a very safe part of the bag. Oh, but man. um, but I'd be scared about that. Do you know how paranoid Phil was though with like every any type of communication with the ring in general? He literally, when he finally got the ring, he texted Janet. I was like, check your email. And then I go to my email and he upload a photo to our Google Drive to send us an email of the photo of the ring. I'm just like, okay, this is like so many layers. Yeah, of, like, and then I deleted it right away. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So it was just all on all on the Google Doc. But anyways, while this was all happening. This is just the ring side. While this is happening, there's the logistics of the actual event, right, mm. of the actual proposal. So I talked to Wes and Taylor maybe two and a half weeks prior, 
and ask them if they would be willing to come out. Um, I would fly them out and everything to capture the moment. And they were very happy and very honored. So I had to buy the plane tickets and then we had to figure out housing situations. So Eric also decided to hop on to help out too. So we were looking for hotels and even the hotels we didn't get until like a yeah. couple of days. There was before coordinating because we were staying at Asander, which was through my friend, and then we were trying to go back and forth through Tina Lorge one with the guys. But then he was like, "Helen's going to suspect if the three of you like are getting this huge place." Yeah. So it was like a little bit of back and forth. Yeah, because yeah. we wanted it to be that you know you guys stayed by yourselves for like that first night, and then after the proposal, we could all stay together, and it's like a fun whatever fun house. But um, no, it didn't work out. I also was hoping that I would get like discounts from your mom because she works at the hotel. Yeah, yeah. So that was another thing. I had to ask like your parents. So this whole time, like. I was organizing the travel, all this stuff, but I hadn't asked your parents yet. Mm. I hadn't told anyone in your family. And so I told your sister one week before I was in Boston. And I asked her, hey, should I tell your parents too? Because you guys talk so much. Yeah. Every morning your mo- your mom is like sending you WeChats and yeah. everything, right? And I was just like, I don't know if your mom can keep it a keep secret, it a secret <laughs> right? Or even just the fact that I'm just going to Boston. Like, cause that I feel like would already give it away, right? Yeah. So Annie actually told me, she's like, no, 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 just tell, just, just come the day before and, and ask them, then they'll be fine. They'll be happy. They'll, yeah. Yeah. yeah they they'll be like, what they're took chill. You so they're long? super yeah. chill. So that took another weight off my back. So everything was kind of falling into place. And I was like, okay, we just got to get there. But there's an, another challenge is that since you don't know that I was going to go, <laughs> yeah. there was a full day that Helen had to believe that I was still in LA. Mm hmm. And she was in Boston, and we had this three-hour time difference. And so Helen is the type of person when we're not together or we're traveling, we like to communicate a lot. And she often wants to FaceTime, or she like at least wants like a selfie to, or we say hi to each other, right? And like yeah. I, that's normal stuff. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> no uh, precarious pictures. No, no, yeah, it's not, it's not like checking no, in. No it's, it's more just like it's just more like we miss each other, right? Yeah, so, yeah. so I was like, okay, if I'm gonna be in Boston, I need to have assets essentially yeah. <laughs> to send to her so that it looks like I'm still in LA that will that will truly sell the fact that I'm not mm-hmm. anywhere that mm-hmm. I shouldn't be right and it's so hard like Helen and I our lives are so intertwined right yeah. and I was hoping and counting on the fact that she'd just be busy with you know you ladies like with the event and everything and that kind of helped out but like wait that that picture when I sent you a photo of us on the plane because we flew red eye so I, I mean you were still in LA I was still in LA then. yeah so that was an actual photo of you right sleeping. so you guys flew out you guys flew out at 10 p.m. on Wednesday, Wednesday yes. but then I flew out literally eight hours later at 6 a.m. oh wow I didn't know on Thursday so okay. I wasn't even that far behind you yeah. So I took some pictures of myself at the cafe like two days prior. <laughs> and then I even took a video that was like, hey, good luck at the event today. Oh, my gosh. So that when I sent it to you, you would think that I was That's sending it that That's funny because I was, I was texting Philip and I was like, I'm so nervous for this event. Like, on the day of the deal. event, yeah. yeah. on the day of the event. And then he sent me that video of him at the cafe that was like, you're going to do fine, babe. You're amazing. I was like, oh, that's cute. It felt very good response. It felt, it felt very like, you know, he right anticipated then, that you, yeah. you would want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew you so well. Um, I was in Boston when I sent that. Here's where I went a little even more careful. You know, when you send a photo, if you save it, the metadata will show you the date that it was taken. Uh-huh. Right? Mm. So I was really worried that if for some reason she saved it and it's like, oh, why wasn't it on my camera roll right away? Because, you know, sometimes it saves it to where it was taken. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, like that's going to be a giveaway. So even the pictures I sent her, I took screenshots of the photo (laughs) on my phone so that it would have a new timestamp. Of, oh of right gosh. now. <laughs> I, I like that you think I'm that observant. <laughs> I 
clearly you weren't. Yeah. We, we realized. It's more about tech savvy, actually. Yeah, maybe the the, the technical side of it. But I like yeah. that you think that. Though. Yeah, I just you know wanted to make sure I covered everything. It's crazy because like on our end, it was like a. We were seeing the photos come in, and I was just like, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was actually the response you gave me, too. Yeah. You're like, oh, my gosh, you guys are so, like, yeah. gross. But in reality, she's like, I can't believe she's falling. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I guess we could kind of talk through, like, what, how it was going through, like, Janet and, like, in our head. Yeah. When you were planning all the logistics with Taylor, Eric, and Wes. So, for our end, we're all, we're about to, like, board our flight. Mm-hmm. And then, at this point, we have a group chat with everyone that's about to go to Boston, yeah. which is, like. Taylor, Wes, Eric. Me and then you. Yes, yeah, so us. Mm-hmm. And so we renamed the group chat work chat. Yeah. So that way you won't mm-hmm. see it. But first of all, I realized how when we're traveling, we're always with each other. And like, I'm next to Helen. She can see my phone. I'm just like, shit. Like, she can look down and be like, why is this? Like, why are you guys, why are you guys in a chat? Because Annie's also in that chat. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So her sister was also in it. I think there are times when Helen's in the restroom. I look at Janet. I go, shit. Like, are we good? Like, we're kind of freaking out. And she's like, oh my God, Helen's come back. I was like, okay, good. Okay, she's back. Let's, let's not talk about this anymore. Well, I think also working out the details of the logistics, we had left a little open because generally when the three of us travel, we don't really set plans. You know, so I felt like it would be a giveaway if yeah. if we were like, hey, Friday at this time, we're going to meet at this place, right? Mm-hmm. So we just knew generally that on Fridays, we had like a big, a couple hour block. We're like, we need to get her to her childhood home. So I think that was like a thing that was hanging in the back mm-hmm. of my mind was like, how or like, how are we going to say this? Or what are you going to do? Right. And, and that's the thing, like in my mind, I was like, just plan something, like figure out a way to just say like, we're going to go at this time. I think on my on my side, maybe I oversimplified that because I, I just knew that Helen like wanted to show you guys. Mm-hmm. I knew that if you guys were there, it's, mm-hmm. her, it's your first time there together. She's like, she's going to want to show you her, her childhood home. Yeah. Um, but then I guess- Well, I, you, you guys planted that seed into my mind of like, oh, oh yeah. I want to see because you guys, I, I always talk about it during our yeah. like speaking mm-hmm. engagements. And so that's when you guys were like, oh, I want to at some point see it. So yeah. I was trying to like give you guys ideas of like, hey, why don't you guys make it like an ABG thing? Like mm-hmm. where, you know- ABG visits the hometowns of, of like, you know, each of us. So yeah. we're in Boston. We're never going to be here again. So let, let's make sure we go get content. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to use ABG as, as, the, as the way to get there. We all decided, Phil at this point knew he was going to propose to Helen at her childhood home. Cool. So we had Friday open and Saturday open in Boston. So we're like, okay, that should be easy just to push Helen to the house. No, no, no. We all found out later. Helen has a d- dentist appointment <laughs> on that Friday. And we're like, whoa, shit. Like, what you didn't you tell do? anyone. Why did you tell no, anyone? No, I did. I told you ladies. That you I told us like literally two, two days, days before. Yeah. Because so, we had had no plans. Because I we, yeah. so my family lives in Quincy, and then our Sonder was going to be a little bit closer to like downtown. Yeah, and thirty minutes away. Yeah, thirty minutes away. And so I already knew that like my dentist, which is still in Boston, is in that area, and that we had no plans. So in my mind, I was just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna drop you guys off at Copley because you also said you can hang out with your family, whatever you want to do. Yeah, like Mel and Janet, you guys were like, we can walk around and take care of ourselves. So in my mind, I was like, okay, you guys can take care of yourselves, walk around Copley while I go to my dentist. I just couldn't believe that you I, like I kept asking them I'm like well how did this why should get going to a dentist appointment when you guys are here like you should you should be hosting them like you guys should have all these plants and I was just like why is she going to a no I think it's because you guys were like oh we can walk around whenever we, oh, we want to which yeah. is true right. you're pretty self-sufficient so, so basically like you didn't feel like you needed to go to the house at that time yeah. on that day yeah. no not at all I think right. that was what was true because like we couldn't think of a way to get to be like oh we have to go at this time because we, we said we want to visit your childhood home and that actually started planning about a month before it happened i knew you'd want to show it but i i wanted to make sure that we showed eagerness before it happened so that it made sense when we yes, were there that, that we really wanted to go mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I was like, how do we tell her like 2 p.m. we have to be at your childhood home? Yeah. Or like, can we visit your childhood home? At, you know, I think that's why we kind of forcing like, we'll do it Friday, sometime Friday. Yeah. And then let it more like formalize right. like the as we are closer. And then even with the dentist appointment though, so we're like, okay, well, at least the dentist is close to her childhood home. And then it was like a, mm. trying to figure out then like how to get her from the dentist. Right. To, and that's- <laughs> but that was actually the issue though, because I think that's when I started freaking out because like, I was telling Helen, I was like, hey, like, you know, Boston, everything seems pretty close. Like, okay, Copley is, okay, 20 minutes away. And I was telling her, like, why don't we just go to, let's, let's try to jam-pack everything in one day, Boston. She's like, that makes no sense, though, because Copley and my dentist are in the same area. I want to spend all day here. And then back <laughs> in my mind, I was like, well, I need to get you to the fucking house. Yeah. So how am I going to do that? So that was a stressful part of the whole planning thing. Right. In our flight, when we landed in Boston, I kept looking at Jan. I go, what do we do? Yeah. I don't know how to get Hilarious. her. And, and that's where Annie came in clutch. Because yeah. you, since you hadn't seen your parents since you had landed and before the event like annie used meeting mom as like the way to say hey you guys we should have lunch you know mm-hmm. around this area i thought it was a little weird i was like my mom's gonna meet us out there okay because sure. well, because because annie said that he, that uh tyler had a dentist appointment yeah yeah in that area <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, every, so even tyler helped out so thanks tyler. <laughs> oh my gosh Have you ladies ever had a UTI? For those who don't know, a UTI is an infection in your urinary tract. They aren't STDs, but can have some of the same symptoms. They're incredibly uncomfortable, and when you have one, all you can think about is getting treatment stat. Luckily, there's ScanWell Health. It's the only at-home UTI test with same-day treatment options. You'll know if you have a UTI in two minutes and can connect with a healthcare provider who can prescribe treatment immediately. All you need is the app and their test kit. Some studies estimate that over half of all women experience UTIs, so if you don't suffer from them, you probably know someone who does. Using ScanWell is so easy. No crazy emergency room bills, you don't need insurance, and the test doesn't expire for two years, so you can keep it in your medicine cabinet for those just-in-case moments. ScanWell is the same test used in hospitals and emergency rooms and offers the same accuracy as the test you'd take in your doctor's office. Normally, the tests cost $15, but ABG listeners can get the test kit for free, just pay for shipping. Open up your browser and type in scanwellhealth.com slash ABG to order your free test kit. That's scanwellhealth.com slash ABG. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so yeah, the night event we had, we spoke at Boston College was amazing. And then I remember the text messages were coming through, and Taylor is texting me saying, "Can I hop on a call with you?" And I'm like, "Okay, well, shit, let me let me figure this out real quick." So we go back to our sonder, and like Helen and Janet go pick up wine, perfect. So I go back to the. Uh, the oh, was that why you went back? You didn't come out with us. Well, also I was tired, okay. but uh, <laughs> luckily you guys were like picking up wine, and then Taylor goes, "Can you Facetime?" So I Facetime, and then I'm talking to Phil and Taylor now, and they're walking me through this whole like grand plan for the next day of how they're gonna propose to you. They're like, "Mel, we need you to come here at this time. This is the photo." Like they pretty much sent over maps to me of where to place you, wow. what time. Overheads. We drew overheads using Google satellite yeah. images. So at this point, it's like, okay, plan of attack. What's gonna happen? And the, they hang up, and then you guys come back, and at this point, Helen is like showing me the text message with Phil. That he, like, sends over, like, oh, I'm at the cafe. And I'm just like, no, he's not. (laughs) You know? And then so that was the end of that day. And the next day we knew it was D-Day. Yeah. D-Day. And the reason why we needed these maps is because the area you grew up in is not just like, oh, go to this house address. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it's a parking lot that's shared with, like, a lot of buildings. Mm -hmm. There's multiple alleyways to get to it. Mm -hmm. If you went through a different alleyway, you would see us. So we had to make sure you came through certain points wow, of entry. Wow, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. But uh, so on my side, we went to bed, I think, pretty sure that as long as we went through this plan, everything's fine. But on my side, I'm still trying to pretend like I'm in LA. Mm-hmm. And so I'm three hours behind you, right? But I'm tired. I need to sleep. So it, how would it make sense that if you're going to bed at one o'clock, right? Or let's say m- midnight, right? And it's nine o'clock for me. Why would mm-hmm. I be out of communication with you for so the next... Early. So yeah. early. Mm-hmm. Right? So... I did a couple of things. First, I said, okay, we're meeting one of our employees after Bopomofo closes to talk some business or whatever. So that would buy me a couple hours into not communicating. And then I put my alarm for 6 a.m. Boston time to wake up to text you to say, hey, it was a long night. I'm going to sleep at 3 a.m., right? L.A. time, yeah. L.A. time. (laughs) So unfortunately, I didn't wake up in time. I, it was forty, like it was six forty-five or something. I finally woke up, and for some freaking reason, you were awake, and you texted. Why didn't you text me last night? Like, where would you go? Or like, is there? Are you okay? Right? And since yeah, because I, I thought it was three a.m. your time, and you and were still out. And usually, I would say good night or something. Yeah, right? yeah. so and I was worried. I was yeah, worried you were worried. You. And so you were so worried actually that you also texted Eric because you knew that I went out with Eric because yeah. it was both mofo business. And so I saw you text both me and Eric, and I was like, fuck. Um, Eric, so I woke Eric up. I said, <laughs> I said, Eric, you need to wake up right now. It's technically it's it's almost four a.m. 
LA time. LA yes. time. You need to wake up as if you were getting up to pee or something. I don't know. And you saw Helen's worry text and say, "Hey, what's up?" And you had to act non like totally like what's what's going on as if you didn't know what's going on, right? Yeah. And so I said, Eric, you need to say that Phil's phone got water damage last night, and that's why he couldn't text you when he got home. So then later my story could be, oh, I got home, put it in some rice, and then while I was waiting, I I fell asleep. But then I was thinking, wait, technically I could be on iMessage on my laptop, or I could Mm. G-chat you to let you know everything's okay. So I was banking on the fact that I just passed out. But her being the worried girlfriend so much, even though Eric said, like, I'm sure he got home safe, she was still like, hey, I'm really worried, like, Please text me as soon as you get this. And I'm awake at this time. I'm like, oh my god, like, it's like paining me. I'm like, oh well, my because, god. Because when he said, uh, I'm sure he got home safe. I was like, oh my gosh, what are you driving home at 4 a.m.? Like, how yeah. does he know you got yeah. home safe? Yeah. He can't text you. Right. So I was worried that on the drive home, like yeah. maybe something happened. Right. So I pushed it a little bit, like like you know, a couple hours or whatever. So I finally did text you. Uh, yeah, I at, just fell asleep. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm just, he's probably fine. <laughs> yeah. So so I finally did text him. I'm like, oh, sorry, everything is okay now. And I used GChat so that it would come up, come off as like I was using my laptop. But then I said I had to go somewhere for both mofo, so I couldn't talk to you. Or I had a meeting. So that that was the last communication I had with her. So I was like, okay, I think I'm set. She thinks I'm in LA. Everything's fine. But I was really on the way to her childhood home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys were already on the way to the dentist. Yep. So at this point, it was it's like crunch time. Like it's getting closer mm-hmm. and closer. And things look like they're going to be okay. Yep. Your dentist was, was already going. You guys knew where to go. While she was on her dentist break, Mel and I went, we, we like strategically walked far away <laughs> from mm. the office and found a place for coffee so that we could FaceTime with Taylor and the guys. And, and get time, yeah. Yeah. Well, buy time, but then also to get like a live video of the location because we were looking, right. we reviewed the maps and we needed to like kind of touch base again to make sure everyone was on the same page. That's when Wes would send me the text messages like, this is a chapstick you need to position Helen at for the photo. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. So There were point, markers on the ground. Yeah, exactly. Like where to stand. And I think at this point, we're like, okay, I think it's game time. I think we're ready to go. Annie, Annie knows what to do. <laughs> so the plan was, when Helen's done with the dentist, we'll go on the lift. And in the lift, we'll text Annie. And that's when Annie would tell Helen, hey, I'm running 30 minutes behind to the restaurant, which is like conveniently located two blocks away from the house. And she'll say, hey, why don't you guys walk around while you wait for Tyler and I? Perfect. This is how it's going to work. And so me and Janet obviously were f- nervous. And we're I think we're at like a, a shoe store. And then Helen texts us saying, I'm done. Where are you guys? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, let's wait five minutes. We make sure like we're busy or something. And then she ends up calling Janet. Yeah, we were trying to stall at this point to make it. I think just the timing. I don't remember. I just feel exactly real. Why. Feel yeah. real. To feel, yeah. But yeah, through texting, and then you called, and then I was like, hello, and you're like, oh, so funny. I ran into my cousin. I was like, <laughs> whoa, well, what? <laughs> she's like, oh. yeah, she's like picking up her wedding dress. Yeah, my cousin was on Newberry Street and she was coming towards me. I was walking towards her and I was like, oh my gosh, Amy. And she she just picked up her wedding dress from Newberry Street. And she was like, oh, where are you guys going? And I said, oh, I'm going to meet up Annie for lunch. You want to come? Yeah. And so she ended up joining us. Yeah. Of all the people in Boston, you run into your freaking cousin. Yeah. Oh my and God. And I remember when I, I looked at Janet's face. She I goes, was like, uh. She's like, uh, your cousin? And that's when I'm like, Oh my effing God. Because now we have an additional person in our group who doesn't know about the plan. Yeah. And Helen's like, oh, she's going to drive us. And then we're like, okay, now we also don't have control of like getting you if we need to like stall or do anything. Yeah. So at this point, I'm texting the group, the work chat with like all the guys in. I go, oh my God, fuck. Helen's cousin just said she's joining us for lunch. And then that's when everyone like all mayhem is like happening. So I don't know what's going on in your end, Phil, but we're just like trying to, we're freaking out. No, we were freaking out too. We're like, what the fuck? (laughs) 
on like the 11th hour this last variable because she was questioning why are you guys going there why don't we just hang out here yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. No, yeah, get yeah. the fuck out of here no there's a part of me that was like Annie you should just come to Copley yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like no so somehow I'm glad I mean you guys convinced her to still stick with the plan we hop into Amy's car Amy is like down to join us for lunch at the area where Helen's house is and Alston, so we're in Alston Massachusetts yeah. so at this point we're in Amy's car heading over to the restaurant or actually the house and that's when I got a text from Eric saying, go with the plan. We're going, we're going, moving ahead with it as, as nothing has happened. I was like, okay, great. Amy's now part of the plan. And then that's when we got a phone call from Annie and the phone rings and Helen picks up. This was planned though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Annie's saying, hey, Tyler's running behind the the dentist or whatever. Helen goes, okay, I'll just take him to the house. And when I heard that line, I go, we're safe. We're safe. Yeah. Yeah, She, she herself suggested the thing that we needed to get her to do. You guys are so lucky that I suggested (laughs) You're so predictable is what we are. (laughs) So predictable. And and we knew that you would want to show the back. Yeah. 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 At this point, we're approaching the house and I think Amy was like, oh yeah, here's the house. And then Helen goes, no, no, we need a park. And I was like, yes. We need a park. Because I think Amy didn't even want to go down. She didn't want to get out. Yeah. yeah. God, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> so luckily, Helen's like, oh. I think all day was like, oh, we should, we should go down. We, we should walk. go take we some photos. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. we want to walk around. We parked in front of the house. In my brain, I'm like, okay, cool. Because I knew the plan was to get Helen in the back to take that one final photo before a fill comes out. But I was like, okay, let's start the photos now so she's not like. So it doesn't seem strange exactly. that we were only taking it in the back of the house. Mm, yeah. yeah. So at this point, I'm like, oh, Amy, like, Helen, like, take a photo yeah. or whatever. And Amy's kind of like, damn, you guys do a lot of photos <laughs> yeah she was like you guys are intense yeah especially because mel's like put your hair back yeah you know, stand up straight like fix your shirt and all this stuff <laughs> and part of me is like oh I, I used to work in photo this is just natural <laughs> and at this point we're like heading towards the back where the whole plan is gonna come before that i made her i made her take a photo in front of the sign too i was like oh one more photo so she won't just like in front of uh brighton nav yes yeah. that's where that's where i grew up so at this point we're kind of like heading towards the back and the plan was wes said to me Mel, make sure you stand on the left. Everyone needs to stand on the left side of Helen's shoulder because I will be in an alleyway on that side. So if you don't stand on that side, she'll see me. So we're walking towards the back. I look at Amy. And I'm like, she's on she's on the wrong side. <laughs> and I'm like, shit. Well, Mel and I looked because we both knew that instruction. And then so you kind of naturally headed towards Helen to guide her more to the right. And then I naturally, I don't know your cousin, but I was like, hi, Amy. <laughs> I kind of like put my arm around. I was like, let's walk this way. Yeah. I remember, Mel, you grabbed my, yeah, you grabbed I my left arm. arm. I was like, this is interesting because you don't really grab me that much. Really? My I arm. did grab you. Or you were I guess you were, like, very giddy about it. So I was like, oh, this is cute. Oh, this makes me feel like she's excited to see my backyard. <laughs> yeah, well, it really was. And so at this point, we're on location now. Like, I see the general area. So at this point, I'm like, let's take one more photo. And then Amy gets in the photo. I'm like, oh, no, no. <laughs> I was like, mm, it's supposed to be just Helen. But I was like, okay, let's take a quick photo. One more photo. photo in front of my backyard, like, yeah. the porch where my apartment was. Yeah. Yes. So we're taking that one photo. And then as I'm taking this photo... I'm looking for the marker Wes sent me. The chapstick. The chapstick. orange chapstick that is literally, like, blended in with all the orange leaves. (laughs) I couldn't find it. And so I'm like, fuck it. Let me take this quick photo. And then I go, all right, great photo. Just a solo one with Helen now. Just with Helen. And we also had to get your jacket off because you... So I was like, Helen, just take off your jacket. Take off your purse, yeah. 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 It was actually Eric's note. Like, make sure she takes off her purse. Exactly. So I'm trying to position you. And then I see Janet, like pull Amy out and yeah. I can tell Amy's like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> I was like Amy's just like, stand this way let's go over here she's like you guys are so intense and Mel Mel was like move away from the gate you're, you're like I mean the whole thing is a gate so she was like move away from the gate a little bit I was like okay like move to the left a little bit I'm like I'm still 
like similar distance away from the gate when I moved to the left. And I was like, okay, Mel's really into it. I'll just stand wherever she wants me to go. Yeah. I was like, this is as close as the chapstick as I can get. Mm. And I go, all right, on a count of three, say Boston. I go one, two, three. And she goes, Boston. And that's when Phil walks out from behind a shed. Yeah. Well, Boston was the key word because I was hiding and I was trying to hear what was happening. But yeah, Boston was supposed to be the moment where I come out. But what's crazy is that even right before you guys got there, Annie and your mom got there early and i like and i was like oh my god like what if they if you guys walked up first and you guys would have crossed paths and would have been like what are you guys doing here yeah they showed up like hi get away get away (laughs) i felt so bad because i kind of was like freaking out like i was maybe a little like short i was like you need to go go (laughs) but yeah so finally you know it happened and the rest is history i guess but oh my god that was that was the lead up it's funny because the whole time I'm just like, like this is nice. I'm we so just happy talked for like almost an hour about this. Oh my god! Yeah, this was 15 yeah. minutes. Sorry, guys. I mean, if you guys <laughs> like this, it works. But it was a really big moment, and I'm so glad that everything worked out. So relieved, and you guys helped out so 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 much. And it's so important that Helen had such close friends to help coordinate. You know all oh, this. Yeah. So I'm so happy that you know we we got to have that special moment. Asian Boss Girl is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of classes for creators, entrepreneurs, and curious people everywhere. You can take classes in marketing where you learn how to grow your community and work with brands or classes about how to get your podcast off the ground. So whether you're picking up a new skill for your day job, figuring out your next side project, or pursuing a longtime passion, Skillshare has classes for you. When we first started ABG, the thought of becoming entrepreneurs never crossed our minds, but it was a role that we quickly and happily stepped into. Despite the excitement of starting a small business, we still had a lot of questions. Luckily, with Skillshare, we have access to a ton of classes focused on being an entrepreneur to help us along the way. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two free months. That's right. Skillshare is offering Asian Boss Girl listeners two free months of unlimited access to thousands of classes. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com ABG. Again, go to Skillshare.com ABG to start your two-month free trial now. That's Skillshare.com ABG. So that was the story behind how the engagement happened. And we are all, ah, heavy sigh of relief, oh, especially for Phil. Yeah. <laughs> and now you guys are formally engaged. Yeah. So congratulations. Well, thank thank you. you. First off, I just want to say thank you so much for even like being part of that process. Like you two and your Wang Fu team all coming out to Boston. It's like this whole elaborate plan that I had no idea about until afterwards. Like even when you showed up pretty funny because i was so out of it so the first thing i thought after i said boston and then mel you kind of like scurried away (laughs) to like open up the the field for uh for phil to come out you know how like you have these like uh very split second thoughts i saw this like emotional man come out of a shed (laughs) if you could just imagine like for me i was just like who because the first thing i saw was an emotion so i was like there's a very sad man here like i didn't even see that it was you and this is like a very 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 short split second thought right and i was like this well-dressed sad asian man is he okay (laughs) (laughs) and then i saw it was you i was like oh my gosh philip's here and i didn't connect in this like 
second of a thought that Mel and Janet were in on it. So I was like, oh my God, do they know that you're here? <laughs> like, how did mm. you end up being here yeah. without them knowing? Because you guys played it off so well that I didn't know that you guys had coordinated something. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so then when I saw you, I was like, is everything okay? Because you were, you were like crying yeah. when, you, when you stepped out of the shed. You were already in tears, right? Yeah. So I thought something was wrong and yeah. you were here to tell me something was wrong. Oh, no. And so <laughs> oh, that, was like, that was like maybe two seconds yeah. in that I had those thoughts. Yeah. And then as you started walking towards me, I was like, oh, shit. I think this is <laughs> happening. I think this is happening. The first half of the proposal, I think I was so just focused on like what is happening, what's going on. You're here. In my mind, I was still thinking about how do I show Janet and Mel this like my childhood home and the stories I wanted to tell them so in my mind my my mental was like not focused on your yeah. words at all oh, great I'm glad to hear that <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's the truth though because like at the same time you're like oh my gosh this is it this is it oh. it's, it's a good thing I talked for a very long time to, <laughs> to give you a runway to catch up and there was a part of me that was like focus on the words focus on the words be present right and yeah. it's so hard to be present when you're so shocked mm -hmm. so it wasn't until if we do release the video people will see where I started like laughing a little bit yeah. that i was like oh i'm here <laughs> it's happening right now so i started like giggling and i think you were probably like what the fuck are you giggling at my words <laughs> but that's when i like snapped into it and i started listening and i was just like wow like in the moment i got i got into the moment my like voice started to quiver and i just started to like feel all the tears and the emotions build yeah. up and everything you said was just like super sweet thank you well i'm yeah it's uh it it was a very intense moment. So and like, and I think the surprise was so big that it makes sense that you were just almost like disoriented. Yeah. I was so like, disoriented. Yeah, like you were knocked out for a second. I, yeah. I honestly thought I had like a concussion or like yeah. I went to like sleep and I passed out and it was like a dream. Because yeah. when you walked out, I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> the aftermath, I think was it was just such a great weekend. Also, like we purposely just told everyone, hey, let's just enjoy the moment. No, no, so we didn't we didn't post anything on social. You know, the whole weekend, and we had some great parties and yeah. hanging out with friends all your like high school friends everyone came from, back home, out, from yeah. home yeah really nice. um and mel was like what are we posting what are we posting <laughs> obviously working marketing and social is just yeah. like i want to make sure you guys are okay yeah. and you guys are priority and like feel safe because i feel like this is huge news just for anyone to know and share and on that note actually you know the announcement itself i i'm shocked i was honestly shocked how many people cared mm -hmm. i thought it would be like oh like you know some social media yeah, yeah. engagement whatever but like i can't believe that it was like news on like subtle Asian traits and like blogs and stuff. And we got, yeah. I've never gotten so many DMs from like fans who just saw the engagement as like, almost like they're proud of like a family member, yeah. you know, like, and I, it kind of reminded me like how long Wang Fu's been doing stuff and mm -hmm. been part of their lives. And now that they feel connected to see us take that next step, I was like, it was a really, really sweet reminder. And I'm, I'm really, really grateful to everyone who took the time to say some kind words and make us feel so appreciated, I guess. Yeah. You know? And thank you for sharing your special moment with all of us. Yeah. For me, now I'm a little bit older and I've seen a lot of friends go through engagement and, and marriage and I've never been so close to an engagement. Mm. Um, and when I saw Phil walk out the, of the shed and he was like, quiver, I was like, oh man. And, <laughs> and I couldn't, yeah, just like looking at the two of you, we couldn't even really hear what you were saying, but I was moved because I'm yeah. like, these are two people that I care about mm -hmm. and I can see mm -hmm. such a big moment in their life. So yeah, thank you for, for sharing that with us too. Yeah, I totally agree because I remember I looked at Janet and I was like, I saw I saw her look at me and then I was crying. She's like, don't do it. Because <laughs> I know when she, when she I, was, I was actually holding in my tears. Like Janet, this is the first engagement I've ever been a part of, but it's just like, plus she was like two of my closest yeah. friends. Like that's yeah. so rare. 
And she started crying. And I'm just like, I'm going to cry now. <laughs> when it was over and I looked back, Je- no, Mel was like, no, no. <laughs> all her makeup was gone. I was like, whoa, what was going on back here? Like when I looked at you, I was like, your face was like a tomato. Was I proposing to you? <laughs> I just think I felt so many like emotions yeah. in that moment. I was so happy for both of you. And also seeing you guys go through so much with this relationship, it's just like yeah. they did it. And then I think for me, I was telling you guys two nights ago about like, it just kind of like hit me that I've been a Wong Fu fan since I was 16. So when Phil was saying like, I'm so overwhelmed with all these like supportive messages, I kind of felt like it was the first time I was brought back as a fan, mm-hmm. as that 16 year old person that watched Wong Fu from the beginning. And for me to see you, you know, finally find that like that person that you're writing about all these years and all this stuff and your, your struggle and your journey with love to find someone that I know was a great fit for you and someone I truly admire and adore. It just like, it makes me even more emotional because mm-hmm. it's just like, I'm not only supporting you as a fan, but supporting you as a friend of you and also a huge friend of Helen. So I'm just like, it was a huge, it was a huge thing. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Bridesmaid's speech is already, already <laughs> going on right here. Oh, you recorded it so you yeah. can remember what you said. Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean I'm a bridesmaid? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's beautiful. Like both of you, thank you. Yeah. And like, and, and actually, yeah, people are, that are being so welcoming to Helen and the people saying, my favorite podcasters and my favorite you know, YouTubers, like it's, it's, it's cool. It's, it it's is cool. like what you just said though, Mel, it's kind of cool that like everyone's grown up with you, Philip, like throughout yeah. your whole love journey. It was, yeah. you literally put it out on display for everyone to see all of your like emotional turmoil and everything that you've been through mm. and now it ended up here it's pretty cool which we can talk about next episode yeah. <laughs> yes yeah. this was a long one sorry sorry everyone if if, uh, if you had no interest in this episode, <laughs> this does not have anything to do with your corporate life <laughs> like uh, we came here for poops and periods yeah. <laughs> No, this is great. We got in all the juicy details. And then we'll do in a follow-up episode a deeper dive into kind of the personal and emotional journey that you guys both went through to get to this point. And for what's to come after the announcement of the yeah. engagement. Let the wedding planning begin. Like, who are the bridesmaids? I, like, guess, <laughs> I guess this event is worthy of a two-parter for the ABG podcast. So <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, ladies. So this wraps up our episode today. Um, you guys can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, all of the podcasting platforms, ABG slash Asian Boss Girl. Uh, give us a rating or a review. If you guys enjoy this episode, um, please leave a comment on our latest Instagram post with the engagement ring to know to show us that you listened and enjoyed it. Thank you for following us on this journey, and we will catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>